This is the Benefits Buzz Podcast, your weekly pulse on what's happening in the world of employee benefits. Brought to you by your friends at WEX, who believe in simplifying benefits for everyone. Now listen up, and let's get buzzed! Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Benefits Buzz. We're so glad you joined us. We have a really, really important topic uh, for today's episode. I'm extremely excited to dive into it. Um, you may or may not know, but May is Mental Health, Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, it was really important to Kelsey and I that we do um, an episode on mental health. Um, we had tens of millions of, of uh, employees that went from uh, you know to in the office to a work remote. And I think um, what we saw and what we experienced, even me personally, uh, is um, you know some some mental health uh, issues in terms of dealing with the new uh, environment, uh, kids, um, work productivity. The list goes on and on. And I'm, I'm so excited to dive into this. Uh, Kelsey, welcome as well. My co-host Kelsey Burgad. This is going to be a, a really, really, I think educational episode for all of our listeners, for sure. I definitely agree. And I think one of the unique things about what we all experienced in the last year is we all across the entire globe experienced that at the same time. So that makes it even more heightened, you know, um, trying to seek help for the mental health issues that, you know, we have going on in the world today. So I'm really excited to have our guests. For sure. I love that. It's absolutely a great point. And we all experience it in a, in a very in different way and in, in our own unique way, I will. And so we're all living with some version of, of, of this and, and how we cope with it. And I can't wait to dive into all this. I want to hear um, about, you know, what, what is America experiencing? What can HR pros and, and employers do to make sure their employees are taken care of and have the resources in front of them? So with that, I can't wait to uh, introduce our two guests today. We have Trevor Wilkerson. He is the manager of clinical EAP services at Beacon Health options. And we have one of our very own, a Wexer. Kate Levesque is the global benefits manager here at Wax. Trevor, Kate, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us. For having us. Absolutely. I can't wait to dive uh, into this. Um, this is going to be such a good conversation. And, and, and selfishly, I'm going to learn so much, I know, during this dialogue with you um, as, as an employee, as for myself to help others uh, uh, to, for everything. So I can't wait to dive in. So maybe we'll start by just kind of looking at, um, let's look at the landscape, if you will. I mean, obviously, we know everyone was thrown into to situations we were uncomfortable with. Our whole lives were disrupted. Um, and now we're kind of getting to a point where maybe we may be going back for some of us. And that brings on a whole new layer of, of complexities and potentially anxiety. So let's start with a question of um, what are we seeing? Are you, are you seeing a heightened concern um, when it comes to mental health condi- you know, uh, issues, um, whether it's regarding the pandemic or not? I just love to kind of get maybe your, your gut check or pulse check on, on where we sit as, as a nation. That's a great question, Eric. And I, you know, I think, um, you know, it's interesting, you know, you say a gut check, right? And I think all of us have that sense that there's something brewing that, that people are, you know, are having a harder time. And, you know, we're just now starting to see some of that data roll out. And it's, it's validating that, right? Like we're, we're seeing pretty, pretty significant increases in, in depression and anxiety, uh, specifically, um, and and people kind of reporting an increase in those symptoms uh, recently compared to, you know, this time last year or the year before. So, 
Yeah, and I would agree, Trevor, just to like piggyback on that, um, you know, we obviously engaged heavily, um, as I'm sure others joining this call, but into our EAP program, but we've also seen just increase from like our medical standpoint when it comes mm. to those claims coming through, mm. as well as um, from a disability perspective. Um, so it definitely um, kind of is, it's good when all aligns. Um, and then I think it is really our focus from an HR perspective um, and seeing overseeing global benefits, it's tying into, you know, the beacon, the EAP services, and really being able to shift um, on a dime um, as we've kind of navigated the different waters. Um, mm -hmm. Always a focus, I think. Um, however, with the pandemic and some of the um, obstacles it's um, presented us, um, we just had to, to navigate and really align with our philosophy with the employee and their family at the center um, has been our mm -hmm. main focus. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, I think we all maybe know or suspect that there's been an increase in mental health issues over the last year or year and a half now at this point. Um, but I'm curious, Trevor, do, is there a difference between, you know, the people who have been work from home or went work from home versus those who, you know, maybe throughout this entire pandemic, you know, they work at grocery stores or they're, um, you know, essential workers, hospital workers, where they're not working from home every day. Is there a difference in or are we seeing any trends between the two when it comes to mental health issues? Um, you know, that one's been, I think, a little, um, I think, tough to gauge. And, and it's changed over time, right? So initially there was that, you know, there was that disruption, you know, and everybody was kind of fast and everybody had to move home. But we've seen people get kind of comfortable with that um, and actually find some positives. Um, I'm glad you brought up, you know, some of our frontline workers. And I think that's where we're seeing a lot of, you know, people who are needing a lot more support, you know, they haven't had that luxury to um, be in a safe place, you know, so they're faced with those things every day. Um, and our, you know, our hospital workers um, are, you know, just the thing, the things that they're seeing um, and the, the, just their, the tireless work they put in. Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring up, you know, the shift that's maybe now taking place. And I think Eric touched on it earlier, but you know, now we're to the point where companies like Wex are starting to talk about going back to work. And so we disrupted ourselves um, and we went work from home. And now, you know, we all got comfy cozy in our houses with our pets and with our family, potentially. I mean, maybe with our family. I don't know if we ever got comfy with our little <laughs> our little ones running in the back of our calls. But, you know, now we're talking about disrupting ourselves again. And it's like, ooh, now we're going back to the office. And I don't even know if I fully process what it's going to be like to like have a set schedule again in the morning where you get up and you take your kid to daycare and then you have to be in the office at a certain time and the commute life again. So, um, you know, have we, have we seen an uptick of people now reaching out for those types of concerns that they have where, you know, am I going to be required to have a mandatory vaccination or I have to leave my dog or, you know, those types of things. Kate, I don't know if you want to touch on that, maybe from a, a benefits perspective and what you've yeah. seen. I'm, I, it's hard to say if we're seeing more calls um, related right. to that, but you know, it's interesting. I was looking at something recently, and it uh, was a survey that showed something like thirty to forty percent of employees said they would look for other work if they had to go back full time. Wow, wow. Yeah. it's surprising, but not surprising, right? Right. Yeah. It's, 
I think that's super powerful. And I do think that is what we've seen. So I think um, like most companies and, you know, I've done a lot of networking. I think companies aren't making these decisions in silos. Like they are looking at, you know, industry, they are taking employee pulse surveys, you know, similar to what Wex has done. Um, I do think, you know, shifting when, when we were all hearing all about COVID and shifting kind of to the work from home, um, Wex did a really good job, um, I would say, from the IT infrastructure with our customer service folks doing virtual ergo support, um, setting up, you know, for those essential workers, you know, screenings in place um, in partnership with a, a medical provider, um, doing kind of our monthly COVID newsletters and employee newsletters. And so I think employees had a lot of support and continue to have a lot of support. Um, and that I think just goes to Wex's culture and in our philosophy with really supporting our employees, no matter what is going on. Um, so right now it's, you know, with COVID, but it could be a natural disaster at a certain state and we've got to, you know, um, engage there. But um, what we are seeing is now through our, I think we've done four employee surveys on kind of the re-entry to work. And it is, you know, it's shifting our culture, um, which is, I think, an exciting thing, right? And so we've been super successful, and now we have to support those employees as we do engage back to what does the new reintroduced work look like? Um, and there is no silver, like, this is what it's going to be. Um, but I think it is, you know, to your point, Kelsey, it's, you know, people have been home with their pets and they've set up their homework stations and they're being super successful and they've rearranged the routines. And I think we've got a culture of, of change and, and employees can adapt mm -hmm. um, pretty quickly, but we also, um, I think the way we work going forward um, is gonna adjust. And I think for really, it, it, it's gonna pan out really well for us. Um, and we are taking the voice of the employee into a lot of those considerations, which I'm sure a lot of companies are doing um, by, you know, doing focus group sessions or, um, you know, obviously surveys um, and, and really mm -hmm. building out what does that re-entry to, to, to work, you know, look like. Right, right. No, I think that's great. And, and I would agree, right? There's just tons of focus and i think about wax and the communication and the support and i know everyone listening is thinking about the things that they had to do and remember when we did even before we jumped live on this podcast we were talking prior and i remember thinking like someone brought up like this whole concept of we went with we, this huge adrenaline rush when we had to work from home life was changing mm -hmm. um you know and again back to kelsey's point we all went through some type of mental health adjustment figuring out our lives and it didn't even dawn on me because I was so hungry to go back to air quotes here, uh, normal that I don't even, I wasn't even thinking about the anxiety and how life will be disrupted again. Now that I've gotten acclimated to a way of life, uh, for a lot of those listeners are now going back. And what does that come with? You know, again, is it, you know, is it pet separation anxiety? Is it like, Oh, I'm around in person in meetings or what if I don't want to go? I well, I got really comfortable here. And that just creates this multitude of, 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 of issues. And I think, you know, because we all went through this in some shape or form, are you seeing that people are just, is it, are you seeing more recognized mental health, um, you know, issues in themselves? Or are you seeing that it's just a bit more of a, a common discussion point than perhaps it was in the past now that we've all lived through it in some shape or form? 
Oh, I would say yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and it struck me even very early on, um, one of my last times being in the office, one of my last times listening to the news in my car, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it, you know, they were already talking about companies and employers like increasing their EAP benefit, offering more counseling. Exactly. Like yeah. right away, the response was so immediate. And, and now I, just, I feel like I, you hear it in the news more. And so mm -hmm. it's it's just that collective consciousness. We're talking about it like it's you know it's more of a normal thing. Um, I think I think we have some work to do still, but yeah. you know being able to talk about it the same way we would talk about heart disease or a broken bone, right? Yeah. We're we're getting closer to that, and it's it's pretty exciting. I think you bring up a really good point, Trevor. Because um, sorry. Okay. We have my, my coworkers here. Um, so I think Trevor, you bring up a really good point because I think EAP services in general, um, just EAP, you know, services in general have, we've always had them and companies have always had them in place. However, um, I think the beauty of this is that now they're getting the engagement that they truly uh -huh. deserve and why companies have put them in place. Um, so I think, like that's been a really successful thing. I think we've seen it, you know, obviously beacons here, um, but with our telehealth option as well, um, whether that's behavioral telehealth or it is kind of the virtual doctor. Um, and so just for WEX alone, um, we actually had our Cigna utilization meeting and our telehealth has always been used, but very, I would say like a percent or two, like very low. Um, and we haven't done anything magical as far as communicating it or promoting it. I think it was just the elements of, of the, the environment, um, uh -huh. so employees didn't feel comfortable. Um, and so they engaged in the telehealth and our utilization went over 8,000%. That is wow. 8,000, <laughs> um, which is phenomenal. Um, and yes, we did obviously do a lot of communication and we, you know, um, along all of our pillars. Um, but the telehealth um, became a huge um, success for us along. And I think that parallels um, yeah. to our EIP utilization. Mm -hmm. so, um, and, and I think it's, you know, that's not going anywhere. I mean, exactly. I think that's going to be one of the benefits here is, you know, and, and mental health clinicians didn't go into mental health because they were good with technology. <laughs> no, it's really it's pushed people out of their comfort zone and clinicians right. and practitioners out of their comfort zone and so now they have that skill and that capability yeah. they've learned how to do it and so that availability particularly in rural areas will continue to be there so that's great i mean it's I a whole a new level of growth right for everybody because you know when you get uncomfortable in a certain situation you really grow. And I think that's one of the best things that's come out of this pandemic is just people talking about it more, like you said, being more aware of it, being more willing to go ask somebody for help. Um, I wanna dig a level deeper and talk about what are some of the symptoms that people should be aware of or watching in each other or themselves or their spouses um, to help bring light even more onto this topic. Yeah, I like that. And what's our what's our role? Like as a coworker, right? Are we I love that, Kelsey? Like, and what do we do if we see those things? Like, what should we be looking for? And then exactly. what and what am I supposed to do? Like, is I'm not a I'm not a you know, I'm not a clinician like you are like I don't know how do I deal with this? I, I would love to get your thoughts. Yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm glad you you bring that up. I mean, and and it's interesting, you know, being a coworker too, like you're trying to figure out what's what's your place, what's that mm -hmm. professional boundary, right? So you have that going on. 
Um, you know, in terms of what to look for, it, and it's a little harder, like being remote. So we don't, it's not, things are not quite as obvious, but you know, just looking for those changes, things that are different. I think you can see it in people. I mean, absenteeism is a, is a really common one. Mm -hmm. um, just noticing that they're not speaking up as much in meetings, mm -hmm. um, but um, not meeting deadlines. Um, those subtle changes that you might you might see. Um, really, I would say, you know, trust your gut. You know, I think you know, you know, something's not right here. And and it's fine to say, there's no harm in saying, are you okay? Mm -hmm. You know, that's there's no hurt there. Um, and and really in terms of your role, right, you're right. You know, a lot of people feel uncomfortable with that. They're afraid if they ask the question, oh no, what do I do now? And it's yeah. And you, you know, you don't need to know a lot, right? I think just focus on being being there as a listener, right? Mm -hmm. And and having a little bit of knowledge, right? Like knowing about the EAP mm -hmm. and being able to talk to people about that, and and then being able to like check back in with people and say, "How are you doing? Did you ever did you ever call the EAP? How did that go?" Um, I think goes a long way. Um, when people feel connected, they do better, and that's a that's a great way to help somebody out. It's just you know, give them that little bit of connection that, that they may be missing. Right. Yeah, Trevor, I think those are all really, you know, good points. And I think the, that has been some of the questions coming in from mm. managers, um, as well as employees of, you know, just what are things that they could be looking for? How do they support? Because it, it is always in the lens of how do they support? Or how do we get them to the best resource? Um, and so we've done like for us, a lot of like manager trainings, we've done employee trainings, um, some quick sheets of, again, if you're in a conversation and, you know, you ask those questions or, you know, how are you feeling and are you okay? And, you know, just kind of sharing that dialogue. But if there is like further support, um, you know, just knowing the number. So you don't need to know a lot of the employee assistance program, but it's just like, what is the number to get the employee to? Um, and I think, you know, self-care for our managers is, is one of the things that we, you know, focus on as well, because you're, you're worrying about your team, but you also need to kind of like worry about yourself and make right. sure that you know the number, um, and, and the services and support. And, um, you know, we do promote a lot of, cause people are sitting at their desk. Um, so you don't have those like water cooler chats and you don't right. have the bathroom mm -hmm. breaks, but it's going and, and walk to your, you know, mailbox or, you know, step out, you know, away from your desk and do some two minute mindful meditation. Um, it's, you know, stretching can go a really long way. Um, but really it's, it's the importance of taking breaks. I think Trevor, you hit it, um, spot on with, you know, connections. So, you know, whether it's being a part of an ERG group, reaching out to your mentor, um, you know, having daily connects with your team. I think all of those things are really important um, in thriving in kind of a virtual world. And I think that that is the shift that most companies are going to. It may not be fully remote, but some sort of hybrid and how that, you know, works successfully for you um, and having that open dialogue with your manager yeah. or the HR peer that you feel comfortable with, I think is important. Sometimes I think, you know, people can just be really prideful and mm -hmm. not want to mm -hmm. seek help, right? Like I can handle this on my own or there's some silly stigma 
around reaching out to an EAP or or to anyone, right? And I think um, I'm not saying everyone has it, but I sometimes I even feel that in myself. I'm like, oh, I'll figure this out. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like there's some vulnerability that people are afraid of, especially in a work environment, right? Where it might be hard to go on HR professional to your HR person and be like, hey, I'm struggling. You know, is there any suggestions that you have, or have you seen um, have you seen people maybe that barrier removed and that stigma disappear, or do you have suggestions for for HR professionals um, to help remove that feeling and make them feel comfortable about the resources they have and that it is okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there's a couple things there. Um, you know, one in terms of how to you know it's how you talk about it with employees, right? Um, and, and understanding too, EAP is a lot more than just counseling. And so they may have, people may come with things that are, you know, like financial problems, housing problems, um, childcare concerns, right? That's been a big one this year. Um, and knowing that maybe that's kind of an inroad into EAP when you can say, oh, you need help finding childcare, EAP can help. Well, now they're aware of us, right? And, and so like for us, for instance, when, when someone calls us, we always take that opportunity to talk about the other things we can provide. And it's amazing when somebody will call, you know, for financial reasons, maybe they are in danger of foreclosure or something like that. And that's our chance to, to, for us to say, hey, this can be really stressful. Can I talk to you about some of the other things we can do? It might be helpful to talk to somebody, right? And I think knowing that, you don't have to have like a, a significant or a serious problem hmm. to benefit just from talking to somebody, right? Like what's the harm, right? There's no cost, right? Like we in EAP, there's no diagnosis. Right. So really you can, you can talk about anything, right? So, and I think that's- You know what I love about that is I think one thing I've learned just in this conversation today is that it doesn't take any great action from like if i'm thinking if i recognize maybe something and somebody i'm close with it doesn't take any great action on my end to help them or support them it's all about you know listening and being that that person that's going to just be a listening ear and it's so funny because i've been reading this book to my son every night before i put him to bed i think it's called the rabbit listens or something it's one of those dolly parton imagination library books that they send out and it's clicking in my mind that we're so focused on teaching our littles, you know, you know, be a listening ear, be kind, be um, a helpful, supportive person, but we're not really even thinking about how we need to take that action ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking, you know, in my mind, I'm like, wow, that's such a powerful resource for teaching our littles. What are some resources for, you know, helping us recognize it in ourselves or helping other people um, who we may recognize it in them. So what are some resources that we can share with those HR professionals to share with themselves or their teams? Yeah, and I think Kelsey and Trevor, both of you kind of like hit it spot on. And I think a lot of what we've done um, for WEX, and I'm sure, you know, those joining is just right around communication, I think. So it is has been through, and it could be multi-pronged, right? So we've done um, I think in-person sessions, we've done videos, um, specific like manager trainings, employee trainings. Um, we really do take the pulse of the employees. So what's coming through, we've got a service center um, that basically is the front line for all employee questions. And, um, and so it is monitoring what's coming through there. Um, we leverage, you know, very closely with our HR business partners to understand what are some business challenges, because again, 
we might need to do something specific um, based on what a business unit may be going through. Um, and so, you know, just, I think a lot of what the EAP and other, you know, our other providers offer, um, you know, we could tap into that, but then the beauty of it is, is that we can also customize it specific to what's going on um, for our organization and really helping to, um, to your point, Kelsey, I think teach people that, you know, it is good to be kind and be the listening ear. And um, I think we have to have some kind of like leniency on ourselves. Mm. Like this has been a very challenging year. Um, and I think as, you know, we went from like work from home, from like being in office to work from home and now potentially have a, a hybrid approach or whatever kind of the new entry um, will look like, we have to have some grace with ourselves as well as like those that we work with um, because it is, it's a change in routine. People have change in routines for their, their pets. They may have parents that are living at home with them. They've got, you know, potentially kids going back to school full time after being in hybrid or fully remote. Um, right. So we've got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I think it is those elements of, for us, it's been just communication um, has really right. been our focus. Um, yeah. And I would agree. It's been great here. How about Trevor, from your standpoint, I know as an, you know, EIP, an EAP provider, mm -hmm. um, you must have some resources. Um, you know, is there any, if, if, if someone's looking for some additional resources, a way to help mm -hmm. their employee base, um, where should we go? What should they look to? So there's some real common ones that we kind of recommend, um, a lot. I mean, one is, is going to NAMI, which is the national Alliance for mental illness and that's NAMI.org. Um, SAMHSA.gov, which is the Substance Abuse Mental Health Service Administration. Um, so they have a lot of publications, a lot of good information, um, different blogs, things like that, links to local support groups. Um, I think those are really good, um, you know, for professionals, people in the field, um, whether EAP or HR. Um, EPA has a website. Um, it's an international association. Um, so they have a lot of, every week they're coming out with, you know, new articles that they're pulling from sources all over the world. So Highly recommend that um, for anyone yep. wanting more information. And and Kate, I just want to mention something you you kind of mentioned a couple times. And you know, going back to um, the the study that I mentioned earlier when they surveyed employees about returning to work, one of the important things that they found was, or when employees were most anxious, is when the company did not get their input. So mm -hmm. I, I just I, I think choice. fantastic mm -hmm. that that you all are, are doing that and. Yeah. I think that goes a long way. So yeah, good tip. Good tip that. And I know that our producer was vigorously writing down all those resources, Trevor, <laughs> and we'll make sure and put those in our show notes so that when people go and listen to the episode, they can, they can jump to some of those sites. Um, so I love it. Hey, this has been really, really good. And Kate, I had a smile on my face earlier in the show when your, your little one tried to have a conversation with you. It was just the reality, right? Of all yeah. the things that we've, we've been dealing with. Uh, and experiencing and uh, it just it kind of seemed on point for what we were talking about so um, I want to thank both of you for for uh, your resources uh, for your insight and for your candidness around this really important um, topic and and super eye-opening and I feel like I'm more prepared to I think look internally as well as to help others and and some great resources that are available so thank you so much uh, for your time today both of you yeah, thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks for having the conversation.
Wax is in the business of simplifying benefits for everyone. Now, although we certainly hope our podcast sparks some aha moments, like that was pretty cool, but of course we cannot provide legal investment or financial advice. And well, therefore, nothing shared in this podcast should be interpreted as such. We encourage you to seek out appropriate professional advice regarding your plans. Hey, congratulations. You made it through our disclaimer. (laughs) Thanks for listening.